And about 75% of the prophecies in the Bible have already been literally fulfilled, leading us to believe, at least mathematically, if not spiritually, that the remaining prophecies will also be fulfilled. That being the case, we like to bring you a prophecy update each week because we believe that you can look out at the news, see the trends in the world, and see that these things are either being fulfilled or are on the verge of being fulfilled. Ever since the Romans sacked Jerusalem in the first century, the Jews have been without their temple, their center of worship. According to prophecies in the book of Daniel and in the revelation of Jesus Christ, a temple is going to be prominent in the future seven-year Great Tribulation. So at some point, you would expect there to be a lot of talk about rebuilding the Jewish temple on its original site. So when you look at the news, do you find that? Well, the truth is you do. There's the Temple Institute in Jerusalem, which has for many years been putting together all of the implements that are necessary, uh, all of the furnishings that are necessary, all of the clothing that is necessary for there to be uh, a temple. And what I like to point out is the temple itself, when we in the West think of the temple, we think of the massive Herodian structure that uh, was built in the first century. But the actual temple is the Holy of Holies, that small structure that's not really very big. So people say, well, how quickly could they build the temple? They could build it really quickly if they had the permission to do so. At any rate, there uh, is always news about the temple, but here's uh, something that happened about a month ago. Orthodox Jews belonging to that temple institute gathered in the Jewish quarter of Jerusalem to construct a miniature model of the temple. Reporter Chris Perver wrote this. He said, a symbolic gesture, perhaps, but one made in anticipation of the reality. Someday a third temple will stand on the Temple Mount. Follows similar educational exercises carried out earlier in the year in which a live goat was slaughtered to show how a Passover sacrifice would be offered once the sacrificial system recommences. Now that gathering, I was fascinated by this. I, about once a year I remember this. That gathering took place on the 9th of Av, which is a month in the Jewish calendar. It corresponds to roughly uh, late July or August on our calendar. That date, the 9th of Av, is called Tishbaav by the Jews. It is an incredibly interesting date. Listen to this. It's from a Jewish historical encyclopedia from a Jewish perspective. Uh, it's a long quote, but I think you'll be fascinated by this if you've never heard this before. The writer says, the 9th of Av, Tishbaav, commemorates a list of Jewish catastrophes. The year is 1313 BC. The Israelites are in the desert, recently having experienced the miraculous exodus and are now poised to enter the promised land. But they first dispatch a reconnaissance, uh, reconnaissance mission to assist in formulating a battle strategy. The spies return on the eighth day of Av and report that the land is unconquerable. That night, the ninth of Av, the people cry. They insist they'd rather go back. God is displeased by this distrust in his power, and consequently that generation of Israelites never enters the Holy Land. Only their children have that privilege after wandering in the desert for nearly four decades. The first temple, also destroyed on the ninth of Av in 423 B.C., Five centuries later, in 69 AD, as the Romans drew closer to the second temple, ready to torch it, the Jews were shocked to realize that their second temple was destroyed on the same day as the first. When the Jews rebelled against Roman rule, 
They believed that their leader, Simon Bar Kokhba, would fulfill their messianic longings, but their hopes were cruelly dashed in 133 AD as the Jewish rebels were brutally butchered in the final battle at Betar. The date of that massacre? The 9th of Av. The Jews were expelled from England in 1290 AD on, you guessed it, Tish Ba'av. In 1492, the golden age of Spain came to a close when Queen Isabella and her husband Ferdinand ordered that the Jews be banished from the land. The edict of expulsion was signed on March 31, 1492, and the Jews were given exactly four months to put their affairs in order and leave the country. The Hebrew date on which no Jew was allowed any longer to remain in the land where they had enjoyed welcome and prosperity, by now you know it, the 9th of Av. Ready for just one more? Now, this is a little bit of a stretch, but I, I, I think you'll understand. He says, World War II and the Holocaust, historians conclude, that's the stretch, was actually the long drawn out conclusion of World War I that began in 1914. And amazingly enough, Germany declared war on Russia, effectively catapulting the first world war into motion on the 9th of Av, on Tish B'Av. So what do we make of all this? Uh, um, Coincidence? Uh, probably not. I don't want to make too much of it, but I think it communicates to us that God is the God of history and prophecy. And for all of these things to take place in the nation of Israel to the Jews, when God has made so many amazing promises to that nation, miraculous promises uh, throughout the years, and when we see these things coming true in our own day and age, when we see that thousands of years ago, though dispersed all over the world, God said, I will regather you to your land, you will be a nation again. And we see that happen on May 14 of 1948. We have all this other history of God dealing on specific dates and in specific ways with the Jews. Uh, it, it's just another uh, indication to me that we are living in the last days that the Bible speaks of and that these prophecies are either coming true or that the stage is being set for them to come true. We're always looking for the return of Jesus Christ from heaven to resurrect the dead in Christ and to rapture the living believers. Uh, the Lord told us and the apostles told us that event was imminent, meaning it could happen at any time. Nevertheless, we want to be ready for it, so we need to get ready and stay ready and what? Keep looking up because ready or not, Jesus is coming. Amen.